Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Movie Bracket with Keelan, Will, and Ben. I'm Keelan. I'm Ben. <laughs> that was awkward. Anyways, it's if you're fine. watching this on the Keith Loves Movies YouTube channel, please subscribe uh, and subscribe to the Keelan Else YouTube channel if you're on that one, and subscribe to either one of them, vice versa. If you're on the podcast stream, check out the podcast and go to KeithLovesMovies.com. They're friends of the show, supporting this uh, podcast and show. So thank you to them. Let's get started right away. With a matchup between two kings, The oh. Shining and Lawrence of Arabia. Wow. Ooh. It's a wow. big boy. And I'd wow. like to start with our Difficult. our show's own big boy, Will Gottlieb. Why, thank you, Keelan. Uh, he, I would say he's the biggest boy out of the three of he us. He is the biggest boy. He is like 6'4". In what? I'm not 6'4". <laughs> uh, You're about an inch taller than me and I'm 6'2". You're 6'3 at least. I you're 6'2? No, you're I'm not. 6'2. Yes, I no, am. No, I'm 6'1 and a half. I got it measured you at the doctor's six, office. You are 6'2 or 3. No, that is empirically medically not true. So. I got measured at the doctor, doctor's office six months ago and I was 6'2. Well, and you're taller six, than me. Two. One of our doctors, One of our doctors gonna, is lying to us. He yeah, needs they to, have to give fight it his certificate. All I know is I'm the shortest, sadly. He's like 5'5. Five, five. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm five. I'm five eleven. <laughs> I don't. Uh, this is Dance. hard because I have more recent memory of The Shining, but I also really loved Lawrence of Arabia. I think mm. I can, I can find a less to to dislike about Lawrence of Arabia, but I think also I haven't seen it in a long time. But also, it's like, I don't think I'm kidding myself when I think it's, like, an incredible film. Especially when I saw it back then. It was like, we, we've talked about it. It's like a revelatory experience to see it in, in theaters, on, on film and everything. It's just, like, I can't, I can't go into it as deeply as I could probably with other movies that we've talked about. Because I don't remember every fine detail of it. Um, so... I want to maybe come back to me. I'm going to defer um, to the shortest boy of the podcast, Ben. <laughs> my opinion, my opinion is very one-sided considering oh, I haven't seen Lawrence of Arabia. So my vote automatically goes to The Shining. However, um, I probably, I probably, I mean, obviously I can't say for sure because I haven't seen it, but I feel like I'd probably vote for The Shining even if I had seen Lawrence of Arabia just because I really love The Shining. And, like, it's hard not to love. It's one of the greatest horror movies of all time. Jack Nicholson's one of the greatest performances ever. Underrated performance. I mean, obviously, he's uh, he's reveled as one of the greatest actors I don't know if it's an underrated performance. <laughs> I say it's underrated. I think it's a very, very well-loved performance. I don't think so. I don't think <laughs> it gets... Still okay, it, it's still underrated. It's still underrated. It's still underrated. Because, obviously, he's, he's heralded as one of the greatest actors of all time. But, for some reason, yeah. I feel like that performance doesn't get enough love. Because it's, like, it's, it's up there with some of the greater performances ever. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. You heard it here first. Ben, what performances of his do you think get the attention? Well, just him in general. I don't <laughs> think. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like because he's such a well-rounded actor, there's not a, not many of his perform specific. It's performances. something's got to give. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. I said just because he. I think it's because he's such a well-rounded actor. It's because he's given so many. Not not one in particular gets all the hype. You know what I mean? What about something's got to give? Okay, so I'm trying to get it. Best performance. I'm, I'm done talking about Jack Nicholson. I'm voting for The Shining. There. 
Um, I'm voting for Lawrence of Arabia for the simple reason that I liked The Shining. It was good, and I didn't love it. And I just I don't know why I didn't love it, but I just didn't love it. But this Lawrence man of just Arabia the was Shining good. It is a good. It's a really good movie. It is really yeah, good. It's good. But like, I just it's I don't know. Perfect. I I didn't love it. I thought it was like a really solid, well-made horror film that at times I found a little pedantic, but I, I overall really well constructed. Um, Lawrence of Arabia, on the other hand, I think is. Uh, a masterpiece and seeing it on film was like a religious experience and I don't care if I sound pretentious by saying that it was and I will never forget seeing it I might forget seeing The Shining I don't remember where I saw The Shining I've seen it but I don't remember how I watched it I'll never forget watching Lawrence of Arabia so I have to vote for it damn I saw The Shining in a theater as well uh not to brag but oh um, yeah you <laughs> saw it I know where you I'm, saw it that's pretty I'm impressive that you thinking... did get to see it in theaters I have no idea what to pick. So my computer just broke. Keelan, if you're watching this, I'm, I'm deeply sorry. Because I'm, I'm thinking I can't, like, in a matchup between something else that's, like, by this point, definitely going to be all of us consider, like, a masterpiece and Lawrence of Arabia, I don't know if I can say much about Lawrence of Arabia other than, like, And now we wait. It was fantastic. I remember loving it. And it has, like, some of the best, like, production design and, and like... What the fuck? Like, it just stopped working. Camera work and, oh my god, the big deserts. And it's amazing. The editing? The, uh, yeah. And like, one, the one of the best cuts of all time? Match. Yeah. And he goes, whew. Um, <sighs> I can't believe The Shining's about to lose, man. Shit's whack. But I don't I don't like my my mind isn't full of thoughts about Lawrence of Arabia, you know? That's fair. I respect whereas, that. Whereas with The Shining I do I do love it. And I do think it's like probably another masterpiece. I don't think it's on I don't think it's like Stanley Kubrick's best movie, but I think it's very excellent. But Jack Nicholson's best performance is in uh, The Departed. And I just think I can say more about it. <laughs> and I actively love it more in this moment than I do Lawrence of Arabia. So I think I have to give it to The Shining, but I also love Lawrence of Arabia. And I would like to rewatch Lawrence of Arabia soon so that I can be more, like, talking about it. Be more talking about it. <laughs> Almost back here, boys. Yes. I, I, I 100% respect that. The Shining's great. Let's put it there. I think this one has a clear winner. But let's do it. Alrighty. Okay. Our next round of the day. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade versus Interstellar. Bruh. <laughs> I'd like to leave this one out by saying Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yes, better movie. Better yes, movie. Let's better give movie. a eulogy I mean, I haven't seen Interstellar. I haven't seen Interstellar. Will, you give the eulogy. Okay. Interstellar is a fantastic movie, and it's an yeah. epic space epic, and it's grand in scope and wonderful in its execution. It the has score some is whack so parts of it, um, but <laughs> but parts. I don't really care. Um, but you know, I can get past those. Everyone's like, he was in the bookshelf. That's what my uncle says, and I think, yeah. But what about the other two hours and forty-five minutes? And also, that part wasn't that bad. It, it's not that bad. 
Stop. <laughs> what Matt Damon looked like a big Hey, potato. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Surely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, you just spoiled it. No, that, do- well, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Matt Damon looks like means. a baked potato. And at Matt- one point he says, there is a moment. That's it. I and love it's that hilarious. part. All of all the it's parts so with, funny. with Matt Damon in it. I actually really love those. I'm gonna rewatch it. Soon. Yeah, they're great. I really love it, but it's not as good. Hugh as Man, Indiana Jones. The no. writing in Interstellar <laughs> is sometimes really bad. I think it's some of Nolan's like worst writing. Hugh Man is such a stupid joke. But they that don't take itself well, they too never seriously. Say it. They never say it. But that's I it's, know. It's but the so... fact that it exists is yeah. like the fact that it's not a joke. Yeah, is upsetting to me. Like, the fact that Christopher Nolan can't <laughs> see that that is stupid bothers me. Yeah. And Otherwise, like, I think the writing's quite good. There's other parts that I think are just, like... Uh, I think some of the dialogue is, like, so... Like, her kid coming out, like, why am I named Murph? And I'm just, like, is this... <laughs> okay. You have to, <laughs> wait, you have to wait until to you're you. leaned against the car in the middle of a cornfield to talk about this. Okay. <laughs> uh, like, it was just kind of... There's a lot of bits in that movie that I think are kind of whack. But it's not the parts people usually call whack. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll talk about stupid the, the best the best part of Interstellar is where where Timothy Chalamet who is in it says what about the flat tire and then it cuts to him <laughs> he was in it yeah he yeah. He, he plays young Casey Affleck <laughs> yeah that's crazy it was, it was like his first big movie yeah wow yeah I will say to the um, positive side of Interstellar it is the film that made me want to go into filmmaking so I do have an emotional connection with it. I have, however, I think, grown to not love it as much as I once did, but I will always love it for what it did in that it made me want to make movies. So that's... Hell yeah. I love it still. still. I just... You know what, Christopher Nolan? We sent The Dark Knight through over Blade Runner, so just be happy, okay? It's okay. You got at least one in here, Chris. He's probably trashed his apartment. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Like me when I found out that Ben was going to send Do the Right Thing through. Was it you? Oh Will? yeah, no, it was me. That was it you. Been me. There we go. You no. convinced me. You, 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 convinced me to you hate my vote. do the right thing. I hate do the right Will, thing. I think it's Will hates do the right thing. <laughs> yeah. I have a I All have right. a vendetta against Indiana Jones now though, because of well, previous well, events. We can talk. I'll I'll talk about Indiana Jones and why it's good next round when it comes up against something that you both love more than it. Oh boy, yeah. Next round, it's gonna have to do some fighting. All Thank right, God. moving on. Two Enough more matchups for the day. We have. 2001 A Space Odyssey versus La La Land. (laughs) So there's two options for this. We're either all going to be about to be good cinephiles or we're all about to be really shitty fanboys. You better. And I don't know which way it's going to go. You don't know which way it's going to go? Oh, I know what I'm doing. I don't know where (laughs) you guys are going to go. Well, I know which way I'm going. I know which way you're going too, Will. Yeah. Will's going to vote for 2001. 2001 is a masterpiece of masterpieces, man. It's like, what, what's, there, it's like a perfect film, and it's, it, it checks a couple boxes in my book, because it's like a masterpiece, but it's also like, weird, and like, it, it gets to that, like the last like 30 minutes of it, or no, like the last like 20 minutes of it are just so insane that it, it puts it on another level for me because it adds the this layer of like you have to really think about it and you have to really like dissect the movie and you get much more out of it like that so it not only is it such a incredible experience especially in a theater um 
which we've we all talked about seeing it in a theater but it has that that level of like intense depth to it not just like well there are themes in this movie it's like this is about like the evolution of the human race and like life and what life means and it like that's how do you argue with this that's how do you pretty, argue you with this you can't where will gottlieb comes out and says this film is about the meaning of life and it does it well <laughs> yeah you can't say but the color it's no, like like imagine but ryan gosling gives a b- 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 yeah, it I doesn't should, matter it I doesn't matter because life has no meaning ah! i love lala lando I especially like the part when J.K. Simmons Will. is snapping, and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No, this is annoying because it, La La Land is, like, probably my... Uh, it's, like, either my favorite or, like, second, or it, it's somewhere in my top, like, three of all time. But there's nothing I can say. Like, it, 2001 is objectively a better film in every fucking in, way. Because 2001 there is no Space capacity Odyssey, in which yeah. La La Land is, more, is better than 2001, except no, maybe not. for the You're fact right. that no, La La Land is more charming than 2001. Yeah. And more heartwarming. But you, but you can't say 2001 <laughs> is heartwarming or charming. <laughs> no, but it doesn't try it's not to what be. it tries to be. I guess like Quite objectively, though, right. 2001 A Space Odyssey like, might be objectively like the most important film ever made. Objectively, might like it, yeah, it might be the most like. It, it, it's just it says so much about so like it says so much about so much, and it does it all like perfectly to the point where when it comes down to it, I don't know if it'll win this bracket because we have to be talking also about things that mean a lot to us. But yeah. in this matchup, it's gonna lose the sing stream. It has. It has <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I think it has value to me, like personal value to me, because of my yeah. experience with it. No, and me too. But I mean, mm-hmm. La La Land is like all of our, almost one of our favorite films of all time. But at the same time, yeah. like 2001 is was one of your top five. Also, will right? It's my but number two now. There you go. Wow. That's why. Yeah. Whereas like La La Land has been like my favorite quote unquote movie for a long time, despite the fact it's that like, I don't think it's the best yeah. movie. But like, no, yeah, you can't you can't put it up against this. Also, you I'd like no, to can't. say my number one is. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, which is like, I don't think right now. that Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade is a better movie than 2001. I don't think you could make that argument. Um, so it's basically my number one. It's just uh, Indiana right. Jones is just up there because of, because of that that personal love for but it. Like and if, I also think if it's you had movie. to fight between the two of them in this bracket, I would give like, it to that's, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. Depending on how the next round goes? Easily, I would give it to 2001. Wow. Wow. All right. This is going to be interesting. Next round. Final round, yes. Final round Did both of you vote for 2001? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm voting for 2001. (laughs) Sorry, La La Land, and it breaks my heart that La La Land gets eliminated this early, but you literally just cannot put these films side by side and say La La Land is better. Like, you just can't ever in any conversation at all. It's just a, a nice... And also fantastic movie, but it's not like it's. I think it's a it's a perfect movie for what it does. Yes, but yeah. but 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 two thousand one just does so much more. Yeah, exactly. They're both perfect movies for what they are trying to do, but you have to respect the two thousand one A Space Oddity is trying yeah. to answer like what the meaning of life is. So it's straight up, yeah. And since <laughs> like, it's yeah. perfect, I think you got to give it to that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Final round. This one's all right. Uh, Apocalypse Now versus Twelve Angry Men. Ooh. Can I start off? Because I yep. I think I might be in the minority here. I'm giving it to 12 Angry Men. 
because 12 Angry Men is the movie, like, it was the first, like, classic, like, older film I watched when I was younger. It was the film that kind of made me want to go back and watch older stuff. It's also maybe one of the best scripts. Yeah, I watched it recently. Maybe the best? Maybe the best script? Really good. It's I don't know. So if, I don't incredible. think it's the best script, but it's it's very good. It's it's very I, well yeah. done. One way or the other, they made twelve guys talking in one room, interesting for ninety minutes, yeah. and that's yeah. technically yeah, there were two. Rooms. It hasn't. It has. It's also it's, the it, Okay, well. <laughs> what? There are two. There's, there's also, also the. Bathroom. There's the bathroom. Yeah, there are a couple scenes. It's okay, the fine. Yes, and there's one in the court. A couple of shots in the Fair, court. fair, fair. And then there's also one bit outside okay. at the very end. <laughs> so really, in right, well. their, their room okay. budget, they were, they were anyways, really running through anyways, it. <laughs> anyways, anyways. What are you guys doing? It? What are you guys I'm doing? voting for 12 Angry Men. Whoa. Really? Like, I haven't it's seen Because you haven't oh, seen Apocalypse Now. <laughs> Bold choice. <laughs> but again, it's the similar situation to Lawrence of Arabia for me. If I, I feel like if I hadn't, if I had seen Apocalypse Now, I'm sure it's, again, I'm sure it's amazing. And I can't say for sure. But 12 Angry Men, again, like Keelan said, one of the best groups of all time. And it, it has, something like this hasn't been done this well ever. It's, it, yeah, it's very, it's another one of those things where, which is kind of like, um, 2001 in that it's such a lofty uh goal of mm-hmm. for 2001 it's like we're gonna take a movie starting from like the beginning of like the dawn of man and bring it all the way to the future and it's gonna have this through line it's like it, like, like that's no, not just anyone could do that um I, I didn't know this i'm but i'm pretty sure that 12 angry men was a directorial debut um, really, which is quite wow. amazing, and I mean the, that's impressive. The meat of it is really in the script, but the fact mm. that it's ninety minutes and it's all dialogue and it's like nonstop, and all twelve of the people are like fully fleshed out characters who all like yeah. you can see their like point of view, and they're all different in some way, is really amazing. Um, I think. They're both they're both five star movies for me. Um, yeah, I agree. I think I agree. Apocalypse oh, Now I, I Apocalypse might now. like <laughs> a little more because it's it's more. Well, what I what I look for in a movie when, that I rate five stars is like it really kind of sweeps you along into it and it absorbs you into mm-hmm. it and it like emotionally connects you to it and makes you feel something. Um, mm-hmm. And Twelve Angry Men does that, but I feel Apocalypse Now did it more for me. Uh, so I don't know. It could either go. It could go either way. I, I'm more eulogizing Apocalypse Now because I know that Twelve Angry Men is going through. Yeah, that's fair. But I'm I'm fine with Twelve Angry Men going through because I think it's amazing. Um, I think Apocalypse I think, Now is a great movie, but like I think Apocalypse Now has more going on. Um, and Twelve I, I Angry think it has Men more yeah. going on, but I don't know if it's saying quite as much. Yeah, because I think 12 Angry Men, it takes the meat and potatoes of filmmaking and just, like, does it perfectly. Apocalypse Now is, yeah, it's very bells and whistles. Like, it's really, mm-hmm. really great because it uses everything at its disposal to make it feel so real. But 12 Angry Men is literally just people talking in a room, and that's it. And it's it a, makes it equally yeah. as enthralling. 12 Angry and it's Men hard is, to do that perfectly. It's very, yeah, like... To the, to the degree that 12 Angry Men does it. Classical filmmaking, you know? Yeah, 12, like, absolutely. Yeah. 
and, and I wouldn't say and, it take, takes risks, but there's, he, the director's evidently doing something, yeah. even if it's very subconscious, to make that story and to make that context interesting and the as risk- interesting and as sweep like sw- as you were saying, like as able to sweep you along with it as uh, Apocalypse Now is, because Apocalypse Now has real momentum to it as well, which is why it really sweeps you through, because it's a journey. It's got, like, a real arc. 12 Angry Men is very aimless as a story when you think about it, Mm because it just goes from moment to moment to moment, and you have to, like... 12 Angry Men? It doesn't have, like, a typical three-act structure, though. I think 12 Angry Men has a very clear... Uh, like, line through it, which is, like... It is very linear, yeah. It's it's like you, you start off with the 11 against and or no 11 for 11 guilty and one not guilty and then you see the like the well, numbers inverting over the course of the movie no i agree it's, I but think it's, it's just very one third linear act. it's not what i mean is that it's just one third act though it's meandering in that it's moment mm. to moment to moment to moment like you're just watching it's like you're watching um a tank of water empty right if a three yeah. act structure is you're watching three different tanks empty until we get to the end of the third one, this story is just one really, really, really slow tank that mm-hmm. eventually hits the bottom. Yeah, but that's not usual. You don't see that usually. Usually you have different types of things. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. 12 Angry Men. Cool. Okay. Cool. Apocalypse Now. Uh, well, what, you're voting for Apocalypse Now? Okay. Sure. Yes. Just for the just for the shits and giggles. Yeah. Okay. That'll be it for this episode. Um, thank yes, you very sir. much for watching. We're halfway through the round of wow. 32. Uh, thank you very much for watching. Uh, subscribe to things, like things. And thank, thank you, you very much for watching. Yes. Thank you very much for watching. And thank you very uh, much uh, for watching. He, what, are, what are your names? I, um, I'm Ben. I'm Will. KeithLovesMovies.com. Go to it. Read things. <laughs> What's your name? This Will podcast should be played loud. This podcast should be played loud. Do it. Promotion. Mm. Bye Keelan Ellis on YouTube. Bye. <laughs> Bye.